Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome to the show. Thursday night footy not too far away. Uh, Matty Rogers and Scotty Sattler. Mark Braybrook calling... SEN League tonight, the Broncos versus the Storm. A lot of people talking this game down. Scotty Sattler has been pacing. I love it. The Sports Day studio all afternoon. Hello, Satsy. Yeah, I love it. I love these games. I love when these young players have never played much NRL, if any NRL at all, like you know, Blake Moses and your Josh Rogers. And Moses or Moser? Blake Moses, I should say. Blake Moser. He'll part the field. Yeah, yeah. Funny. Can I say? Yep. This weekend is very interesting. Oh, I'm nervous. Because, yeah, South Roosters, of course. But the Dally M is so close, I believe, after it went behind closed doors around 12. Payne Haas, rested. Sean Johnson, yes. rested. Yes, of course. All these players that were um, well positioned after round 12. One of the ones that was in the best position playing this weekend could decide the Dally M. Well, who's that, Scott? Dylan Edwards. Oh, there you go. Plus, he's got a, a three-point... Six million bucks in the back pocket as well. Yeah, four-year contract. That was big news that came out last night, wasn't yeah. it? And well-deserved. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I love him. I think he's a great player. He's a true battler in the sport of he's rugby league. He's a workaholic, That has he? become yep. one of the most prominent fullbacks. Not only one of the most prominent fullbacks, but one of the most prominent teammates and how important he is to his side, yeah. Not a Broncos supporter myself, not like Daddy. But I tell you, I, I'm, I'm rooting for these boys John Cartwright and, and Co. And, and, and Kevy, nicest blokes you'll mm. ever meet. Deserve yep. whatever success they get. Matty um, Ballon. Matty Ballon, of course. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, good luck to those boys as they take on uh, the Storm tonight at Suncorp Stadium. Plus, Haven't beaten Melbourne at Suncorp in 14 years. What a run. I know. What a run they've had. I mean, a lot of that was during COVID too. So they basically just live, well, not 14 years, but you know what I mean. A lot of the matches and the record that Melbourne Storm have at Suncorp is off the back of COVID because and being up Because when you here. play a home final, Suncorp Stadium isn't really a home final because it's a major stadium per oh. se. And it's so exciting as an opposition player to play there because you grow up it's watching the best Lane stadium, Park. Right? Sun- yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I think, As well, a spectator, it is. Yeah. Um, I think the new Allianz one in Sydney. I haven't been there yet. I haven't been there yet either. It's, it's amazing. Well, the Roosters won't let us in. Exactly. Well, you can't say us. You can't they represent They won't let the Rabbitohs supporters <laughs> in. I mean, I mean, the good thing about Allianz, it's still brand new because there's no bloody Roosters supporters who go to the football sats. They're lucky to get 700 at best. Well, they're and claiming... And they're counting two They're eggs. claiming there was 29,000 there last week. Oh, rubbish. I don't think <laughs> Rubbish. Was, uh, what about this? Uh, Broncos players are urging fans to show their support tonight for the banana banner Tom- Thomas Flegler. As he's captain, as he captains the side, and he's going, of course, to the Dolphins. Yeah, his last regular next season year. game. He's from Tully, which is he's a banana farmer. Now, yeah. the players are asking fans to raise a banana in the eighth minute of the match. Come on, that's ridiculous. He's the captain tonight too. 
They're going to confiscate your bananas. So Suncorp Stadium... It could be a weapon. Suncorp Stadium have now put out a statement this afternoon saying, you are more than welcome to raise a banana in honour of Thomas Flegler's last regular season home game for the Broncos. Please do not throw the bananas on the field. Of course they're going to throw it on the field. Come on, that's ridiculous. This is an OHS issue. What if one eats the banana, throws the peel away, someone slips? I like it. Could be another line of defence. <laughs> um, and also, quickly, um, we haven't got time to hear what he said, but Jake Travojevic is the nicest guy in rugby league. Yep. He, he has to be. He's playing his 200th this weekend for yeah. Manly. Yeah. Tomorrow night, the early game against the West Tigers. Very rarely that a player gets to play 200 for one club anymore. But, yeah, what a, what a great competitor. And from all reports, just the greatest teammate. Um, really well, they're a great family, aren't they? Great so? family from the North Shore, um, still support their junior clubs. Yep. And I've, I've told the story really quickly before. They played in New Zealand against the Warriors on a Friday night, and both Jake and Tom have jumped on the red eye to come home so they can cook sausages on the barbie for their junior club and do light, touch judge. And, yeah, they're a tremendous family. They deserve everything they get, the Trebojeviches. Got to go to a break. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. When we come back, we've got the good oil for Cobram Estate. This is Sports Day. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Time for the good oil here on Sports Day. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews here ahead of Thursday Night Footy. Cobram Estate Premium Australian Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Gus. Gus has defended Cameron Serraldo, which you expect. It's his pick. And the club on his Six Tackles podcast yesterday. Cameron Serraldo has at all times defended his coaching style and the type of training that we're doing at the Bulldogs, and we all support that wholeheartedly. No one's walked out, I can tell you that. No one's walked out of anyone. Uh, certainly no player has complained to us at the club about uh, anything around training or culture. They all work extremely hard. Um, it's good to know now that the public understands how hard they work, because at times when you watch this play, you'd wonder whether or not they did. You know, it gets hard for some, it gets too hard for, for others, but you know, the ones that come out the other side are the ones that you you, you want to, to build your club around, and it's as simple as that. Cameron Seraldo knows what success looks like after being at Penrith. And although Penrith have got better players collectively than what the Bulldogs have got, there's one thing that you, that every player can have, and that's a really good work ethic. And the Penrith Panthers train as hard as anyone in the competition. So he knows what it looks like. And I like this stance from Cameron Seraldo. He is right, Gus Gould. No player has walked out, but there is a player that has sort of like taken like a welfare sort of leave. So he hasn't walked out per se. And no player has complained because that player's father complained. Um, so he is right in that sense. Um, but in saying that, Cameron Seraldo, this will either make him as a coach mm. or break him as a coach. And what I mean by that is if he stays strong, which I hope he does, and players identify what the Bulldogs want to try and achieve with their training and how they want to work hard and how they want to do all the right things on and off the field, he'll win this battle. Mm. Or it'll get him to the point like Michael Maguire at the West Tigers. The club will say, unfortunately, this stance isn't working with the current playing group that we've got you know, in this day and age. How long does it take? 
Uh, how long has he got? Uh, has he got two, three years? Oh yeah, I think he's got. I think he's got three years. Right. I think he's got three years at least. Okay. And if they're not getting any results, like anything, mm. they'll make a decision. But yep. knowing Cameron Sorolla the way I do, and I've had a bit to do with him through Penrith, uh, if he gets his way, uh, he's a really good communicator. Mm. He'll get the. He'll eventually get the players there. Now they've got Stephen Crichton and Blake Taft going there next year. So oh, no. they've got two players going there that come from come from really good clubs. Yep. So slowly but surely, they're starting to fill some positions with real quality players who. We know what success looks like. Daddy Vass, can you play a little bit more of Gus again there, please, mate? Will we? <laughs> no, don't. Cameron Seraldo has at all times defended no, his coaching. Enough. That's <laughs> enough. How exciting is that podcast sound? Oh, what, what is it with you and Gus? What about the Aussies? Uh, you you absolutely, feel? you'd go to water if you came him face to face with him. Nah, I've got him. <laughs> How old is he? 60 what? <laughs> this is great banter. <laughs> it really so is. Oh, shut up, Daddy. Uh, what about the Aussies? Beat South Africa by 111 runs yeah. in Durban. Uh, we Who made was the two... young spinner, the young leggy? Uh, Senga. Yeah. On debut. Did you ever hear about for... the story? Skull, Kerry O'Keefe, when he presented him with a a prize or a trophy when he was 13 or 14. Yeah. And Kerry O'Keefe said, so tell me, son, how come you like to, how come you like to be a leg spinner? He said, because I'm really good at it. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I watched this game. I got up and uh, I watched it uh, uh, on those KO replays. And, geez, Mitch Mars was devastating. And his debut match is skipper, 92 of 49 balls. But I'll tell you what, the innings that turned the match, uh, Tim David, 64 of 28, they came together at four for 74. And before you knew it, they'd already put 100 runs on it. Is he any relation to Craig David, the singer? No, well... He had the opportunity to be cousins, but he walked away. <laughs> uh, they'll play again like uh, on uh, Friday or Saturday night. Mitch Marsh. Mate. It's a shame that he is the age that he is. Yeah. Because many are now saying that, you know, if it was five or six years ago, oh. he's a chance of maybe skippering yep. Australia in, uh, in a couple of formats over a long period of time. Yeah, mate. Unbelievable. Mm. Hey, uh, that's our good oil for Cobram Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested and first cold-pressed in northern Victoria. Break time. When we come back, of course, ahead of tonight's blockbuster at Suncorp Stadium, the Broncos taking on the storm. Assistant coach John Cartwright joins us. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Madden. Madden gets it on. Cobbo's already got two. There's no one in front of him. So what Cobbo will score. And Cobbo off the back of a magnificent, outrageous Reese Walsh run. Cashes in with his third. Oh, how many times have we heard that uh, this year from the Brisbane Broncos sitting pretty in the top two? of the NRL in 2023. Final round match tonight. Yes, tonight at Suncorp Stadium against the Melbourne Storm. Uh, 18 players out of this game, Sats, but I tell you what, neither side will be taking this game lightly. Good chance to see some young talent from from the Q Cup in both sides as well. Absolutely. And the assistant coach from the Broncos is joining us right now, John Cartwright. Carty, welcome to Sports Day. Thanks for having me, boys. Must be uh, must be nice to be able to rest some players ahead of the finals. 
Yeah, sure it was, but it's, it's been right up until the last couple of weeks, I suppose, till you know the top, the top four was sorted. Um, top two, big advantage to get that home semi, so it was sort of pretty much a no-brainer once you guarantee that top two. That anyone with a niggle or uh, you know something, even you know the players like Reece Walsh, who most of them would have played at a, at a pinch, but just great to have that luxury to freshen them up uh, going into a big game uh, next week. Yeah, you earn the right, don't you, Cardi? But with that, the conversations you have with players, uh, are players given the option to, to play or are they basically told by the coach, yourselves and, and the performance staff that, you know, it's probably best that you, you rest this one and, and we'll make the decision for you? Yeah, mate, I think it sort of came down to uh, we either rest them all or, or play them all. Um, you know, depending on experience, they're young fellas, they want to play, so... You haven't got much chance of getting a yes if you ask them. So I think Kevy sort of had a conversation with the senior players uh, and it was sort of decided, you know, that it, we either played a lot or, you know, we, we rest as many as we can. There's still a, a sprinkling of guys there, but, you know, they're guys that haven't played uh, a lot of footy recently um, and, you know, giving them every chance to be ready for the, for the big game next week. 23 years, Cardi, since the club has won a, a minor premiership and that was back in the year that... Kevy was the captain and, and won it in 2000. So you as coaches, when you're sitting around having your coffee and having your meetings, whatever it may be, how much, how important is it that the club missing out in the finals last year, that you do get the minor premiership or is it just about finishing in that top two and getting a home final? Oh, look, we'd like to win the minor premiership, mate. I've got no doubt. Uh, yeah, we went through the origin period where we didn't play. I think we played them once after to back up and then the other time we or twice I think we went over to, to the Warriors who were at full strength and we went over with without our origin guys um, we did also did it against the Bulldogs down at Belmore uh, so it's not as though you know it's just a, a pick and hope this week there's, there's strategy behind it but you know it so happens that Melbourne are resting a lot as well and uh, it's a good really great feeling you know it's like mate, when young kids make their debuts they've been training with you all year and probably not thinking they're going to get a chance and it's, it's come out of the blue um, and just to see, you know, fellas like uh, Deloise Hoyter and uh, Jordy Pereira, they, they, they're great, great squad players, and, and probably would be NRL players at a lot of places. So it's it's a, it's an op- it's a, something that's been earned, and it's also a great you know great night for Josh Rogers and um, young. Uh, have I thought me out there? Yeah, too many knocks in the head, mate. And, uh, yeah. Blakey Moser, yeah, you know, Blakey Moser, and. Joshy Rogers making their debuts. It's a, it's a great night for for them and their families. Yeah, it's mm. been a big week for Josh Rogers, hasn't he? Kicked the winning field goal last weekend, and and now he's finding himself in a Broncos jersey this weekend. Uh, Cardi, at the start of the year, the coaching team did you did you was your expectation to make top four, or have you uh, over uh, have you have you gone over your expectations for the season so far? I think uh, inwardly we were very confident, you know. Well, I think we were sitting fourth of about five or six games to go last year, and you know the wheels came off, and there was a lot of we did a lot of I suppose digging to, to work out what we think happened there, and in the end of the day, it was just a combination of a lot of things. Um, so going into this year, now I know myself, I was I was extremely confident of, of getting to that top four, um, but it's to be honest, mate, the side is probably you know, gone better than I, I, I could have possibly thought. You know, I really thought we could finish around that fourth and, and get a couple of chances in the semis. But to be sit where we are, you know, we're probably two or three games ahead of what I thought we'd be. Yeah, Cardi, nice. as a head coach, and you've been a head coach at the Gold Coast Titans, of course, and 
And one of the great roles of being a head coach is to give players, like you, like you mentioned, is giving them their their debuts. Is do you see and being able to play that role still as part of the coaching staff, seeing those young kids like your Josh Rogers and your Blake Moses, seeing the enjoyment and you know, having to call their parents and tell them it's going to be their first NRL game against the Melbourne Storm. It must be one of the real rewarding parts of your role. As, as a head coach, mate, it, it, it's the best possible moment you can have. You know, it's it, when you're going really well. It's not something that you, you know, people probably think about too much. But Kevy's got to tell a lot of players every week that they're, you know, they're not not required for first grade, and that's some do deserve it. But sometimes, you know, you just got to go with it. This year, it's been form related. You know, we haven't had to make many changes because we've been winning games. So, been a long wait for a lot of them boys, and to be able to just especially the guys playing the first game, you know, that feeling like is, is, well, there's not many better things that you can do if, you know, all your life you've wanted to play NRL and you, and you get that tap on the shoulder and you, and you all of a sudden you're out there. There's no better feeling. So to be able to do that in a, in a really tough uh, environment sometimes, it's, uh, yeah, it's your best job you can get as a coach. Especially the near sellout at Suncorp Stadium against the Melbourne Storm now. There's a kid that I've been waxing lyrical about for about the last three years, Cardi, and Jace knows who I'm talking about. Mm. There's young Blake Moser, who I've, I've watched a fair bit coming through Kebra Park and then playing for South, one of the feeder clubs. For any of the listeners out there, and without putting too much pressure on him, just give us a little bit of an insight of what you see from him as, a, as an assistant coach, some of his, his skills. Uh, look, he's got very good hands. He's got, he's got good vision. He's he's still only a baby. Like he's he's going to be a big boy when he when he grows up. You know, a lot of the hookers out there at the moment they do become targets, and they've got to make fifty, sixty tackles a game, and and then you know expected to be at every dummy, every play the ball. It, it's a tough position to learn, and he's he's been fortunate that he's he's had this was his second preseason with us, uh, and he's been able to play a lot of uh, Q Cup as you mentioned. So. It's not going to happen overnight for him. It's you know he's got a couple of fellas there in front of him at the moment going really well. But it's it's a great sign for the club. You know I think if you look pretty much right through the squad, they're, they're all kids that have been brought through their development system and you know spent time uh, 15, 16, 17, 18 years of age at their uh, you know just across the road in in the academy. And it's a it's a the club really has done a fantastic job to to fill the squad the way they have with. Pretty much kids, you know, that they've, they've had since, well, at 50, sometimes younger than 15 years of age. And uh, Blakey's another one coming through. Uh, really looking forward to seeing him go tonight. I'm not sure long, how long he will get, but it's playing against the Storm. It'll be a, a tough initiation for him because, uh, you know, no matter when you play them, they make it tough for you. I can't wait for this round. I love it. I love There's so much at stake for this. And people think, oh, it's reserve greatest playing. There's so much at stake for this game. I love that uh, the pressure it's been putting on these young kids. Now, before we let you go, Cardi, I know it's... Game night, really appreciate your time. You've got three great kids, beautiful kids, Jace. If, if you haven't met them, there's Eden and there's Lexi, there's Jed, yep. of yep. course. We watch Jed play each week. Now, one of our colleagues, former test bowler Steve O'Keefe, now you've just, yeah. you've yeah. just given him permission to, to marry your daughter Lexi. Now, did you have to think twice when he asked permission? <laughs> did he ask permission first and foremost? And how? He, he did, mate. He, he, uh, he, well, we were... Just through uh, circumstance, I was up on I was up away with football, and uh, he yeah he was a he must be a pretty romantic fellow. So he's a, he's a good fellow. I know he's uh, he, he's got a few rough edges, but he's a good fellow. Um, he planned a uh, holiday over in Italy for them. They had it planned for COVID, couldn't go anyway. Long story short, he 
he told me that he was uh, planning this holiday with Lexi over in Italy and he was going to ask him, ask me for permission to marry him. So, you know, with that sort of build-up, how could I say no? <laughs> Fantastic. Hey? Fantastic. She keeps him on a leash, I know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's pretty tough on him. <laughs> Yeah, Cardi, before we let you go, uh, good luck tonight. Good luck to, to Kevy as well, one of the nicest blokes in the game. Uh, if you win tonight, minor premiership, any plans for that 200 grand? Yeah, I, I, the, I know there's been a bit of talk around about that. I, I just think coaches, they, they, they're too far down the queue to get, a, get any sort of handle on that, mate. I'll, <laughs> I'll just have to follow a few of them around and buy, they can buy me a beer. Will you and Kevy go and revisit, use some of that money to revisit the French bar that you got maced in back in 1990? <laughs> oh, mate, I, I, I do have plans to, to do that, Satch. Uh, so I'm, uh, I, I love like that part. I've had a great time. I'm not sure if they'll let me back in. Uh, Cardi, Good stuff, Cardi. John Cartwright. Thanks, appreciate it. Satch, we appreciate your time on game day. Good luck tonight against the Storm. What a great Thursday night footy game. And good luck with the finals as well. No worries. Thanks, Satch. Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Queensland is your place to race this year. Uh, plenty on again this weekend uh, with racing around Queensland. We had the Batuta Cup last week, Sats. This week we have the Birdsville Cup, don't we, Nelson? We do. We do indeed, Jase. So good afternoon to you and good afternoon, Sats. We do. We have two days at Birdsville. Uh, kicking off on uh, Friday and then the big meeting is on Saturday. What, what are the so fields like at Birdsville? Uh, small. Nilsa? Small, Small. six, yeah. seven horses per race? Pretty much. There's only, uh, f- there was only 55 acceptors on Friday, and I think there's around 80 for the Saturday meeting. So, uh, yeah, they're not big numbers, but it's only a small track, of course. You can't have capacity fields Dusty like track? Flemington and Randwick and Eagle Farm. Dusty track, is it? Or? Uh, yeah, very much so. I'd say, um, yeah, I'll, I'll say something that uh, an old friend of mine used to say to me when we went out to the country to cover some of these race meetings as a bookies clerk, and it was very, very dusty. He said, you could go home and run a tap through one nostril out the other and top dress the garden. That's great. That's great. <laughs> right on, mate. So what else, where else are we racing this weekend? <laughs> I thought you'd love that. We're racing on the poly track at uh, the Gold Coast course on Saturday. Our main venue is Eagle Farm. We have the Tattersalls uh, Members' Cups, the Tattersalls Day. Uh, we also race at Toowoomba in the Twilight Zone. We race at the Sunshine Coast on Sunday. A couple of other cups on the weekend. We race at uh, Mariba for their cup on Saturday and Surat, Surat uh, for their cup on Saturday as well. That's S U R A T. You'll know where that is, Sats. Where's that you? one, Sats? Just Surat. 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 Yeah, do you know where it is? It's West Queensland. Okay, good. Mm-hmm. Well, everything's West well, Queensland yeah. from here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. You've got to keep on him, Chris. Uh, he's clever, isn't he? We had some yeah. good trials during the week too, guys. Some of our uh, stars stepped out on Tuesday morning at uh, Doombin. The Rothfires of this world, the Uncommon James, the Zoo Styles, etc. And they all trialled well and they'll all be off uh, to different assignments down south. I think Rothfire's running next Saturday, actually, and he looked pretty good. What about your tips? So if I'm going to, uh, I've got $10 spending money this week. You win some, Have you lose more? Yep. $10. My wife's giving me $10. Yep. Mm. All right, here we go. We get some money early, Sats. Race one, number four, planned encounter at Eagle Farm. Uh, this is an average sort of... Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day.
Welcome back to the show. Time for our warm-up segment for Ream, except nothing less than Australia's best Ream. It's warm-up for tonight's game. Uh, you hear it on SCN League. We spoke to Cardi just then. Uh, Brisbane chasing their first minor premiership in 23 years. We know Storm, 13 straight games against the Broncos, dating yeah. back uh, to 2017. Crabstack. Massive changes. I think for both sides were 18 changes in, in total well, sets. Only as of the last 24 hours, Ellie Katoa and Will Warbrick, who have played all year with yep. the Storm, were named to play this week. They've been ruled out of the Storm side That's now. That's 20. Yeah. Mm. How do you see this one going? I think the Broncos will win. One, because they're at home. Two, the players that they've replaced the first grade players with, the NRL players with, I think are probably a, a, a lot better quality. Um, I am looking forward to a Melbourne Storm number 14, Sua Fayalongo. He's a young fullback. He's a freak. Absolute freak. That's why I'll just see how Pappy goes, or they might give him a run on the wing. And also off the bench, a young kid who went to rugby union, went to a school in, rugby, uh, in Brisbane, played rugby. His name is Jack Howarth. Yeah. He's a, he's, got, he's, a, he's a really good player. Australian schoolboy. He's coming off the bench as well. So I think the Broncos will win because I think their change is probably a little bit stronger. Okay. Um, Pappy will start. You reckon we'll get a, like 40 minutes out of him tonight? I think, I think, a bit more? I think a minimum 40. I think yeah. they'll get to 50 and they'll just see what the scoreline's like and they'll see whether he's cramping up, whatever it may be. I think they'll just get 50 out of him and then they'll try and make... If he wants to go 80, I think they'll let him go well, 80. They brought him on last week when the sting was out of the game. Yeah. Well, as much as the sting is out of the game nowadays, but this is him starting this week. So different challenge for him for his, uh, so if his comeback. If they're getting beaten by a fair bit, I think they'll take him off after half time. If they're winning by a fair bit, they'll take him off. If the game's yep. in the balance, I think the the competitive juices will take over and he might want to stay because if Melbourne win and the New Zealand Warriors lose to the Dolphins, Melbourne jumped to third. Right. Yeah. Who, so, do the, who do the Broncos want to play week one? Warriors or um or Storm? I think they want to play the Warriors. Be careful what you wish for. Yeah. But um because of the record with Melbourne and Melbourne's yep. record at yep. Suncorp Stadium. That still sits in the back of your head. So, yeah, I, I think I think this, the Brisbane Broncos win this tonight, and I think they get the minor premiership. Rightio, what do you think? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. That's our warm up for Ream. Except nothing less than Australia's best and installer Ream, Australia's favourite hot water. When we come back, we're going to look at a couple of other games and wrap up before Thursday night footy. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to an SEN League. Not too far away, Scotty Sattler, Matt Rogers and Mark Braybrook calling a Thursday night footy clash from Suncorp Stadium. The Broncos and the Storm, that's not too far away. The, 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 the other big game I wanted to talk about uh, this weekend, Sats, is obviously that playoff for eighth spot. Do you think it'll come down to the Rabbitohs and also uh, Roosters? Yeah. I mean, well, if the Rabbitohs win, it's easy. They're in it's the finals. Done. It's done. If the Roosters win, win the Cowboys have a chance. Yeah, and yeah. it's also Canberra. Canberra's the one that's in the that's firing right. line. They've got a really tough game, Canberra. They're playing Sharks at Shark Park. So if they lose and just say the Roosters win and Cowboys win, they both jump into the eight. Yeah, it's crazy, Yeah, isn't so it? if you're a Rabbitohs fan like you and I are, 
Basically, all the Rabbitohs got to do is just win. We could finish as low as 10th. Yeah, yeah. I already think it's been a bad year for South. I think they've underachieved this year. Even even if they do scrape into the eight, which, God, I hope. So no too many Roosters supporters. <laughs> if, we, if, we, if we scrape into the – I still think we've underachieved this year. And I don't know how far we can go. I mean, we've got the cattle, but – Oh, this is going to be a blockbuster on yeah. on on Friday night. I'm in the book of feuds. Will Rusty Genius. be there reading a passage? Will he? I I think he will be. Yeah, you've mm. got to be yep. big game. Also, who the Cowboys are playing? They are playing Penrith. Of course. So, so Penrith will know. Yep. On Saturday, obviously, what happens on Friday night, and they don't really care, Penrith. They've they've basically named a as close to a full-strength full lineup team, as yeah. they can. Yeah, yeah. But they'll know how long they'll need to play people. or Well, they'll know tonight. Well, They'll it, know tonight whether that minor premiership's well, up for grabs still. Even from a minor premiership, it's also having the ability to to try and leave a team like South out of the finals. Because even if South finish eighth, you get Latrell back. And I know he hasn't been great the last few weeks. No, I, yeah. So, yeah. It's it's about controlling what teams you don't want in the finals. So Penrith, wow, this is this is good. Where's Oprah? So Penrith are fielding a full strength team to keep South out of the finals. Boom. What? <laughs> Thank you, Oprah. So they'll know. <laughs> they'll know by the time they well by Friday night. You heard it here first. What Ivan Cleary will do with his star players. You heard it here first. South Sydney are the greatest threats to the Penrith Panthers. Scott Sattler, put that one up. Well, on you speak to some of the play. We spoke to AJ Brimson. Actually, no, I heard AJ doing a AJ Brimson doing a show with Joel and Fletch. Yep. And he said they said which team can challenge Penrith, and he said South Sydney. We've got to get in the. We've got to stay in the eight. We've got to be there first. I know. AJ. All right, got to go. Uh, catch you later. Enjoy your weekend of footy. Enjoy your trip to New Zealand. Mm. Rat and myself will be back for Sports Day. Thank on you. Monday and Tuesday night next week. You going business? No. Here you are. Right down back near the toilet. The outhouse. The outhouses are actually in the plane. I just want to let you know. Don't go to the toilet outside. Uh, enjoy your weekend of footy. This has been Sports Day. Thanks to Keith. See ya.